The dark side of Formula One is not pretty, ladies and gentlemen. It's not. There's a lot of people getting very upset with me right now on, on social media posts. Formula One is a fantastic sport. I raced professionally for 13 years. I was on the inside. And it can be very, very ugly. It can be very biased. It can be untruthful. There's a lot of fake news that goes around about Formula One. Especially when it comes to watching it on TV. Some of the TV presenters, they do lie. I know it for a fact. I know they edit things down. For instance, here's a great one for you. Lewis Hamilton wins the seventh world championship. Now, right there and then, he ties with Michael Schumacher. Schumacher's got seven, now Hamilton's got seven. Now, you can say anything you want about Hamilton. You can say he's the greatest of all time. I respect your opinions. There's no problem in the world. Here's the thing. I remember this, and I remember it so clearly. Because I remember, well, hang on a second. I was watching Sky Sports and David Croft. By the way, I think David Croft, I think he's a really good entertaining commentator. He just never was a racer. So you can't blame him for not getting some information right or wrong. You can't blame him. He never raced. But he's very good. I think he's a great asset to Sky Sports. Thing is, Hamilton crosses the line to win the seventh championship. And then David Croft comes on. And Lewis Hamilton is now the greatest of all time alongside Michael Schumacher. He said, alongside Michael Schumacher. Let me say that again. Lewis Hamilton is now the greatest of all time alongside, alongside Michael Schumacher. Now, I said to myself, well, that's a bit of a weird one. Like, there's only one greatest of all time. But okay, fine, right? So then I didn't think much of it. Then I came back to the ads, and at the racing was over. So then, they're doing a little quick highlights of the end of the race and Hamilton winning, right? Now this is Sky Sports watching it all out, and that's fine. And then they come on and they say, Lewis Hamilton is now the greatest driver of all time. End scene. They're lying to you. Okay? I've got no skin in the game here, guys. I loved racing, love to have got to Formula One or IndyCar, would have loved to, but there's a lot of politics behind the scene. And I, I watch it to this day. I love watching some of the drivers, I rate them like crazy. I think Verstappen, Alonso, Hamilton, they're all really good, I rate them. Um, but the problem is, is that these just little tips and tricks to make you believe something that's not true. Now, you can think Hamilton is the greatest of all time. You can think Schumacher, Senna, whoever. I don't care. But the problem is, I don't like when they start lying to you. And do you like when people lie to you? I mean, we've all been in that situation in our life where you stumble upon somebody, right? Not on the Formula One now, but all of a sudden you know somebody's literally flat out lying to your face. And you're like, wow, do they actually think I believe this crap? Right? I mean, it's the same type of thing. You don't like it, do you? Or maybe you do. <laughs> maybe you do. But guys, I just think he deserves the truth. I genuinely, honestly do. I've got no skin in the game. If I was on Sky Sports, if they hired me tomorrow morning, I'd last five minutes. And it wouldn't be because I'd be going on to try and cause trouble. 
I'd just be calling somebody going, uh, well, hang on there, Jensen. Uh, and I used to race against Jensen Button, by the way, guys. I know him quite well. I'd be like, hey, whoa, whoa, hang on. No, that's not right. That's not right. So I would just call bullshit on their game. I wouldn't be going out to deliberately cause trouble. I would just go, no, that's not true. Very simple. But they have a bias. They have an, an angle that they need to pump up their racing drivers. Now, funnily enough, when I say all this, I actually, there's a part of me that admires them to do that because at least they're getting behind their own drivers. Like, I'm Irish, we don't get behind our own drivers or sports people. Or we're, we're known as a nation of begrudgers, right? They tr people try and knock you down the moment you get anywhere. People get jealous and bitter and they don't want, it, they don't want you to succeed. Whereas at least the, the, the TV presenters are, at least they're trying to do the opposite, which is good in a way. They're just not telling you all the truth. It's as simple as that. Now, guys, I'm not here trying to put you off Formula One. I genuinely not because I, I love Formula, Rent, Formula One. Love watching it. It's brilliant. And I love giving you guys my opinion. Does it mean I'm right? Maybe not. Does it mean I'm wrong? Maybe not. I certainly do know what I'm talking about when it comes to racing, though. And I know the politics behind it. Now, when I say, if could I be wrong about some things? Yeah, I can get predictions wrong. Jeez, I think I've got about, I think, 50% of my predictions right this year in 2023. <laughs> I'm sucking. <laughs> like, totally sucking. But that's great, too, though, because at least it's not, it's unpredictable. I mean, if I was predicting every race at the weekend, I'd probably get bored of watching it myself. I'd be like, oh, Jesus, I know what's going to happen here. There we go. Blah, 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 blah. So you want to be wrong in these scenarios, which is great. Um, and I think if you, you know, guys, if you don't want to follow me, if you don't agree with my opinion, that's okay. Everybody's got their opinion. You know, if you think I'm the dumbest, wrongest person in the world, totally respected. No problem. Just don't follow me. Don't watch my videos anymore. There's no point. There's no point. If you do want to know a bit more about, like, why are they, why are they doing these things, Peter, and this and that? For instance, Sergio Perez. He is, guys, getting slowed down by Red Bull. They want Verstappen to clinch the championship as soon as they can, get the thing done. I mean, is it a coincidence? that all of a sudden Sergio Perez at the start of the year was right there winning in second, third, and all of a sudden he just loses his mojo for nothing? Like guys, you can make mistakes as a racing driver. Yes, of course you can. We all make, I've made loads of mistakes. Sergio Perez has made mistakes. Verstappen, Hamilton, everybody makes mistakes in Formula One or motor racing in general. We're human, right? And the thing is, is that Perez has made a few mistakes, yes. But all of a sudden, all the, the, the news articles are, oh, he's bottling it. He's, he can't do it under the pressure. We're not even halfway through the, the season already. If it did come down to the last couple of races where it was two or three rounds to go and it was Verstappen and Perez neck and neck or close enough on points. And now, if the pressure was on Perez, then I'd be saying that Perez is bottling it under the pressure. But we're only halfway through the season. Trust me, there's no pressure on Perez right here, right now, because he was coming from a place where he was winning second and third. There was nothing to worry about, right? The team wouldn't have been putting pressure on him to go, oh, yeah, come on, you gotta be doing this, because he was right there and then. He was up there. 
So if we had this conversation at the end of the season, would agree with that 100%, but we're not. We're only halfway through. In fact, I think are we even only halfway through? We're just maybe just after the halfway through part. So what I've been saying is Perez has been slowed down. He is getting slowed down, whether you agree with me or not. Now, I'll tell you this. If you're watching Netflix or if you've seen it already, there's a couple of things that maybe you noticed, maybe you didn't. If you remember, Haas were in trouble. They were looking for sponsorship. They needed money to continue Formula One. And Gunther Steiner was going around trying to pick up some money for the team. Of course, he's got to do it, right? He's got to keep the team going. So he contacts and talks to this company that's German. And the team, uh, the sorry, the German company turned around and said, if you have a German driver on board, we'd be very, very interested in sponsoring the team. Now, I totally 100% understand that if it's a German company, they want a German driver, right? Of course they do. Now, if you're the team owner like Gunther or someone else, now in fairness, this isn't all Gunther Steiner because he's got to talk to shareholders. He's got to talk to a boss, right? So he's got to do a certain degree what the boss tells him to do. So it's not his fault. But it doesn't make sense. Why would they take a German driver on? If the German driver was known to be the best out there, take him on. And this was Mick Schumacher, Michael Schumacher's kid. And by the way, I love Michael Schumacher and I love Mick Schumacher. I think the guy's a gent. I'm just speaking from a fair point of view. Wouldn't it make sense if you want another driver on board to fill the seat? Wouldn't you want the best driver you can find? Maybe you go to someone who was there one year ago, right? Who's had plenty of experience. Wouldn't that be the better option? Wouldn't it be a better option to find a guy who was race winning in Formula One? Take him on board? Maybe he can push you through and get you improving and get up the field more? Wouldn't that make more sense? But they don't. They were looking for a German driver. Do you see where I'm going with this? Then, the other part of that, the other side of the coin on this Mick Schumacher and Haas team, Nikita Mazepin was the teammate. And all of a sudden, Nikita Mazepin... And by the way, guys, if you think I'm going out of my mind here, watch Netflix. I'm not, I'm not making this up. This is all on Netflix. Nikita Mazepin is paying his way. And Michael Sch- uh, Mick Schumacher is paying his way into Formula 1 as well, okay? I mean, expensive sport. you got to pay your way. So Mazepin is paying his way as well. So Nikita Mazepin is all of a sudden he's slowed down, right? He's getting he's he's not getting the results in. The team start yapping away at him, right? And all of a sudden Nikita Mazepin's father turns around and he says, "Well, you know what, guys? Basically, he didn't say f you, but he went, well, f you guys in his own little way. I might pull my money out of the team." And all of a sudden, you see Gunther Steiner about to lose his mind. They're about to lose money out of the team. And all of a sudden, Nikita Mazepin had a great result. The next race was quick. And he wasn't having these bizarre, bizarre, buckling under the pressure, can't handle Formula One. Maybe something to think about, guys. You should check out Netflix if you haven't seen it already. You should definitely check it out. And just to round up, guys, just to close this off. It's a great sport. People love 
Formula One. And it really is. It's an entertaining, fantastic sport, and I still love it. But it's like any other sport. Remember Lance Armstrong, the Tour de France and cycling and all together? The steroid uses of all the athletes? That's the dark side of cycling. Then you got Formula One. There's a dark side of Formula One as well. There's a dark side of every sport on the planet. Hope you enjoyed it, guys. I hope I'm making sense. If you don't want to follow me anymore, 100% respect that. But if you want to know more, I will definitely keep going my podcast and we'll talk about it in more detail again soon. Thanks, guys.